No, and they're going to actually be asking the question of why. When, when they hear what comes out of the mouth and they see the movements and everything, they're like, <laughs> they're going to be asking, like, wait a minute, why? The Scotch on the Rocks. Please, any Scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course, uh, a single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm drunk on! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. Okay, now that Thanksgiving has passed, Christmas is finally over on Sober Cinema. And what better way to celebrate than with a cartoon aimed at female empowerment and Christina Aguilera dancing erotically for female empowerment. We, of course, are going back eight years to November 24th as Disney's Tangled and Cher's Burlesque opened the day before Thanksgiving to wildly different reactions from this great country. Tangled was the top release for that weekend with $48 million for its opening, trailing only the second weekend of yet another Harry Potter joint by a mere million dollars. And then a distant second for new films was Burlesque, with an $11.9 million opening. However, and uh, this just came up in research, which is uh, primarily Wikipedia for me, <clears throat> we can't belt out too sad of a song for this god-awful movie of Burlesque, 36% on Rotten Tomatoes, as shockingly this ode to women taking off their clothes for men in the gayest way possible made $90 <laughs> million worldwide on a $55 million budget. Mm. In profit. Wow. <laughs> It's a lot of ones. <laughs> <laughs> and Nasty Hellcat wouldn't know how that adds up. Uh, Tangled had just a bit bigger backing behind it with a $260 million budget, leading to almost $600 million gross worldwide. And the critics like this cartoon a bit more. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. However, my prediction for this episode of Sober Cinema that... Things won't be so pleasant uh, all around. So I think, uh, Josh, you're the only family man here. So I presume that you had seen Tangled before. You're going to be our resident expert. Explain to our listeners if they missed it. What is Disney's Tangled? I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I did this. <laughs> Mother would be so furious. That's okay. I mean, what she doesn't know won't kill her, right? Oh my gosh. This would kill her. This is so fun! I am a horrible daughter. I'm going back. I am never going back! I am a despicable human being. I had seen it enough times that I didn't need to rewatch it <laughs> for this episode. There you I'll go. Put it that way. That's a win under my belt as a programmer uh, on Super yeah, Cinema. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I actually think this movie is really good. It's uh, the movie's tangled. It's pretty much the the telling of Rapunzel. It's the Disneyized version of it. Um, really sad that they didn't take advantage and kind of do this in 2D because it would have kind of just fell perfectly along their previous, you know, uh, Disney princess stories, if you will, that were kind of 2D. I don't know. Was this the first of non-Pixar Disney, like, doing their sort of, like, annual or sort of winter? Like, I know Frozen came along later and was a big success. Wreck-It Ralph, that sort of thing. Was this... No, they'd done... I think... 
I'm trying to remember like what their first one was. There was that like dog movie called Bolt. Um, oh, there's okay. been several, but like this is this was probably like the first one that really felt like in line with like the hmm. Disney brand, like the the again like the princess top stories. The princess and, and the frog was that their last like sort of. 2D, like sort of go yeah. Okay. And yeah, 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 you're right. That would have fit alongside something like that with this one in Frozen. But mm-hmm. Pixar style wins out. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, it's fine. It looks good. It's just, uh, I'm still a big fan of the 2D animation and I, I, I hate to see it die out. But uh, yeah, it's, again, I mean, I guess for people who aren't too familiar with Rapunzel, um, the story, you know, she's a. a a princess who was kidnapped at birth uh, and her, I don't quite remember how she gets the, the power bestowed upon her, the, you know, that with the long hair uh, that it gives, you know, like youth and, and life and, and all that. But of course the, the general knowledge everybody knows is that, you know, Rapunzel throw down your hair story and the, uh, this, uh, version of the prince it, it's not really a prince it's flynn rider he's kind of a, a rogue i guess voiced by zachary levi and a uh, vagabond like timothy chalamet not even close sir <laughs> not even close <laughs> i'm just wondering how long like we're a little bit ahead on my schedule but i'm now correcting that for next year to be like how many movies has he done and how many anniversaries can we come up <laughs> for timote uh yeah but he's he's sort of a i don't know Han Solo esque kind yeah, of like very playing much. playing bigger than what he is really. Yep, and uh, the, you know they do a good job of peppering in you know humor all, along the way. Uh, it's not like it's not a dainty princess story. I mean, it's the type of movie that I think young girls and young boys alike will like. I, I, I grown men, I enjoyed it as I watched it. So it was you know it was a pleasant viewing. So just like burlesque, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Josh's got a lot of thoughts got, on Burlesque. Grind. But no, no. Tangled, I, I think, is a good movie. I don't know how you guys felt about it. Uh, I fell asleep during it, and so did my wife on the couch. And I thought I'd fallen asleep for like a half hour because I, I must have missed a big break in the movie where it's like they're on the run. They're, it, it's kind of convoluted as far as there's a lot of forces after uh the princess here there's like you know the the flynn character has betrayed his own crew at the beginning so they're they're kind of after him and after his you know the crown that they've stolen and of course the the evil witch uh her presumed mother um and then this horse like i guess the (laughs) the kingdom's top man which i did appreciate because disney always wants to put like a talking animal in there and i felt like Mm -hmm. they kind of sidestepped that i mean it's a it's definitely a horse with sort of human feelings and emotions and sort of leading that he's like the, the toughest badass in this world, but not talking just a uh, sort of very stern figure. Anyway, all that's, I woke up and all that seemed to be resolved. And I'm like, Oh shit, I slept to the end of this movie. And I got on Wikipedia. Uh, this is how much I care about sober cinema. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to rewind it necessarily. And I had missed one sentence on the Wikipedia <laughs> summary. So I'm like, all right, maybe I missed a song. I don't know. I'm good. Um, here, here's my biggest problem with it, Josh. I actually didn't find it be bad. I felt like having not seen this, this being a first time watch just for this podcast, don't, don't have children. Didn't want to be the weird guy going to see tangled by myself in 2010, uh, or with Jared uh, after our date for Thanks. blue Valentine, <laughs> going to see tangled together. Um, having seen frozen, this feels like 
frozen light or everything they were building up to with frozen. This feels like the stepping stone to that. Cause there's the, the elements of female empowerment. Uh, there's like sort of the rightful heir to the throne. That's like sort of gone rogue, gone missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's, you know, the male figures in particular who he thinks the hero, that's not everything he says he is. It's a little more lighthearted in this one is in frozen, uh, where one of them is actually like, you know, the villain, uh, so it was hard for me to step back, having seen Frozen, that I was just like, oh, okay, I've kind of seen this beats before, but they almost perfected it in a way with that film. So, right. Uh, I don't know, and um, before we get to, <laughs> you know, the Wilt Chamberlain of our podcast, because I don't know how, we don't know how many children he has, but he doesn't raise any of them, Nasty Hellcat. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Josh, just give me, uh, like, with your kids, what where does Tangled sit? Is it something that, for your children, that they want to see again, or is this one kind of forgotten in kids movies uh well for my son there, there's a large group of these movies that like they're not his favorite so it's not movies that he requests mm-hmm. to watch but like if we turn it on it has his attention he likes okay. it and that's very much in that that department and my daughter she's a little too young to really have um any taste or opinion she it, it does hold her attention which is saying something you know because if if it's not if it doesn't get to that age level, then of course they're just gonna get up and go crazy and go break something instead of <laughs> like sitting home watching it. Yeah, so. <laughs> the bright colors work for you, Jared. Did you get up and break something? Punch a wall. No, I, I did feel like punching something. I, I, I did not. Uh, Jared, I could we've not, not even gotten any... to burlesque yet, and you're already enraged. Enraged. <laughs> Couldn't hate this movie any more than I possibly. I mean, it's it's very low. Why, Jared? Yeah. Because the central message is all about hair, and I did not oh. care for it. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's true. The hair keeps you <laughs> hair keeps you young. Hair heals all your wounds. Hair saves your life. Fuck this movie. Spoiler alert for Tangled, but I like when you know our villain can't get her hands on the precious hair that she like turns to dust. Like yep. worthless. Worthless uh worthless without not that even hair. worth yeah, not even worth not the flesh. Love. In case, in case there's any new <laughs> listeners who doesn't understand Jared's rage, there's a sound clip that Mike can put in right here. I will explain. I am a bald man. Thank you for the tip. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> Which one is that? You know what, Jared? You need to give downloads to your own show and listen to this thing, and then you'll hear yourself. Pretty much just what you said, except ah. it's like on three seconds. Three seconds long of hate and hair length. <laughs> so removing that aspect of it, Jared... As okay. someone that doesn't have kids, is this watchable as an adult? I, I know you've enjoyed some Pixar movies. It's all right. I mean, it's 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 not. I don't feel like it panders too much to just the kids. Like it's 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 an enjoyable story and it's an enjoyable narrative to to sit through as an adult. Like it's a decent um, uh, new take on the Rapunzel story. So you know, it's it's okay. Apart from my hair bashing. I thought, uh, is it like a frog or gecko or something? Chameleon thing. Chame- yeah. That's the only thing I thought was sort of pandering that ser- really yeah. serves no purpose that she has as yeah. her little pet in the tower. Uh, they don't talk, but, and really that thing doesn't really do much except just be something colorful that's on someone's shoulder. Um, I, 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 I like that the, uh, I guess it was nice to look at as far as like when you cut back to like the parents who are grieving their missing daughter, they have this, this sort of annual celebration that they, they sort of send these, uh, 
torches up and they sort of like light up their whole city in the sky. And uh, I thought it was, it probably kind of looks a little bit like Disney, Josh, what you're saying, dipping their toe in the water as far as we're going to do uh, CG animation. And we're going to, you know, it's going to have a different look than our 2D stuff. And I mm-hmm. felt like that's, they were definitely like not trying too hard, but they were trying to do something to justify why they were making that switch over. So some of those yeah. elements I did, I did like, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, me and my wife, she fell asleep same time as me. So you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe as an adult, this is just not something that's meant for us. And that's, that's okay. So uh, burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> Wait, did I hear Cher? hold on a second i can do this and i think that it's sweet that you think you can just tell me what you're looking for i'm looking for someone who can do the routine you're gonna make me believe that you belong up there you want to show me something show me that all right which number do you want to see i know every single one of them. you know every single number which one do you want to see? What's going on? I was about to give credit to Brody, but he he will bite you for that insult. Um, so, Jared, uh, you and I yes, had seen part of this before. Uh, oh, that was sort of against our will. But we did not. We were not in charge of the clicker and just sort of stumbled Hung across this. Hungover, yeah, <laughs> sleeping on someone's couch and we wake up to burlesque and. Oh, share and then me and jared proceed to vomit off the front porch um with that in mind what is what is burlesque to people what is the film version of burlesque what's the plot Uh, uh, christina aguilera is a waitress in iowa that decides she wants to go to la and be a waitress (laughs) for uh work for reanimated corpse share it's a horror movie (laughs) and eventually become a burlesque dancer really i don't think i did that too too badly honestly i think that's about the gist of the film (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's got that you either call it classic or insulting i guess based on where we come from where it's like oh you don't you don't live on the coast so you might as well fucking die like (laughs) i finally (laughs) broke free yeah thanks Um, (laughs) so she goes to pursue her dream of it's, I guess, just singing, right? Because she stumbles just into this singing and performing. Because at the beginning, <laughs> she is looking for pretty much any sort of job. Well, she doesn't oh, even know but... what she walks into, right? With this club, she has no idea what she's. Some uh, Alan Cummings sass, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> how sorry, can you avoid it? It sprays I, all I over you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't stop thinking about like what the the male version of this movie would look like, where it's um, basically Magic Mike. But you have like some some like glittery eyed young boy walking in, like watching them, like shaking their dongs, and like I've never wanted to do something so bad in my life as to do what they're doing. <laughs> so, thank you because you're kind of you may be rebelling me out if if anyone was offended by my intro. Uh, and this is a conversation I had with my wife. Uh, it's a conversation I had with uh, Dave over at the Grand Gesture uh, that I do a podcast with. Hiro, uh, Marcus played. As far as like, okay, there's certain ways you try to phrase things on podcasts, which are true, but there's like, you have no other words. And it's like, this just is going to have to come across as insulting. So I said in the intro that this, I I don't know, what is the, first off, what is the aim of this movie? And Jared, when we stumbled across it, it was, there were a couple of 
young woman watching this and reveling in it. And I so mean, I'm like, okay. Could not be torn away from it. So. Excellent point, Josh. Magic Mike also aimed primarily, I think, at women. Like, it was supposed to be a movie like, finally, women get to objectify men at the movies, mm-hmm. which is fine. Because yeah, yeah. we've had a good time with it for almost a century. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's a great way to go to the movies. <laughs> but I'm watching this with my wife, and I look over at her, and I'm like, is this is this supposed to be meant for me? Like, I'm, I'm a straight guy. I like women taking their clothes off. Singing, I, I can mute that out, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, I still don't feel like this is meant for me. Like, this is meant for someone else, but it's not someone that are, it's into women. Like, I feel like it's in, it's for guys who are into other guys. Like, they're watching <laughs> women take their clothes off because it, it felt, it felt like you were at like a drag show of sorts. And in the sense that, like, well, the, well there's a real good reason for that. Mm-hmm. You know. Cher. Cher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not attacking Cher. Like, cause I don't know if I'm attacking Cher, the actress or the character, but a lot of this movie is about, they can't get customers into this place and they're losing money. Or <laughs> up there mooing like a donkey in heat. Like, <laughs> Somebody kill it already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know me trying to be careful and saying like, yeah, this movie's so gay. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Josh is gonna come. Josh is posing somebody run off stage and stake her in the arms. <laughs> somebody put it out of its misery. Hurry. <laughs> so as much as I can. <laughs> dislike despise the movie like clearly okay so it worked for those <laughs> jared has said when we're hung over and it's like these two women are like really into this i'm like okay for, that's for them not for me i have a big bigger issue with in the context of the the world building they're doing here that the premise is like we're going under we're going under we got to change up how we do things here and i'm thinking like well <laughs> maybe don't worry so much about the the musical aspect of it and if you just take your clothes off it'll be fine <laughs> like i don't <laughs> maybe you don't have the male bartenders and like sleeveless vests with eyeliner on serving yeah i ain't going in there <laughs> serving other <laughs> as you said having alan coming sassing you as the doorman the bouncer yep. i'm just <laughs> I'm, I, I tell you what I, I can get into the matrix i could even get into phantom menace with midi chlorians and i can't Make heads or tails of what's going on in this world where it's like, who is this business for? (laughs) Other than, you know, really angry women from Idaho that want to sing in front of people. An empty audience. It's like a steakhouse that sells fish bait. (laughs) What? Uh, Uh, You know what else this movie does badly? Go ahead. It's two lead women uh, are doing nothing but making terrible decisions the whole movie. So you're talking about... Cher and Christina Aguilera? Yeah. Christina okay. Aguilera, for instance. Uh, she has <laughs> she has Christina Aguilera's voice, and the character knows it in the movie. So it's like, okay, so you have that talent, and you are a pretty girl. And instead of actually just going and <laughs> going somewhere where you could use that talent, you know, the singing, which you apparently already know you can do, uh, you're going to go to this crazy burlesque show, and it's like, maybe I might get to sing. Uh, but I'm going to just 
fight tooth and nail to get there and shake my booty on the stage. Yeah, and, and as Jared said, maybe sing. Just drops in randomly. So no, there's no yeah. ties to this. It's not like her buddy works there. Like, hey, I think I can get you a job since you're new to the city. This will hold you over for a time. No, this becomes like her trying to break it big. Like she's trying to become like a major league ball player or something at this one <laughs> crappy yeah. failing club. Uh, the only, you know, and the going to Cher's side of the story, the only characters I liked in this movie at all were uh, Stanley Tucci's because, well, Stanley Tucci's good in almost everything he does. He's pretty much he's just, just playing little, Stanley Tucci, isn't he? Yeah, he's a solid. Smartass. Yeah. And <laughs> Peter Gallagher's character events. Uh, he Cher's wants out. Like, he just wants out. <laughs> he's like sweating and like rubbing his hair like we don't got enough money <laughs> to like make it happen. And by the grace of God. This uh, this other character, I, I can't remember his name. Um, uh, he he's basically playing the the quote unquote villain of the movie, if you will. Uh, he's offering to buy them out, you know, and he offers them at first a million dollars, which they would split five hundred thousand, and then he doubles his offer. I'm like, okay, so you're telling me they would each walk away with a million dollars? And she's like, no, not my club. And it's like, well, in two days, you uh, <laughs> you lose it anyway. <laughs> you lose because it. I'm... <laughs> Like, what kind of business decisions are you making? Like, how how's this club stayed open longer than yeah. a month? That okay, of... I'll, I'll give the female perspective because my wife she was halfway watching this with me. I don't know at what point she left, but her biggest issue with Cher as the business owner in this fictional world was when Christina Aguilera uh, tries to audition. <laughs> my wife brought up the point. She's like, "Why does she even have to audition? Is she not pretty enough to get there? She can lip sync." Like, you don't, what, what does she need to do? And then when she attempts to sing, Cher is like kind of disinterested in it. Like, mm, you don't know how we do it here. I'm like, you take your top off. Like, you put some feathers in front of you and you just sort of <laughs> roll, yeah, roll your eyes at the, you know, the non existent customers, the eyeliner bartender, and that's it. It, 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 it's a very, I mean, we're really having fun with this movie, but it is, you're hanging your hat on the central premise that Cher is so passionate about the business, but on the other hand is so disinterested in anyone else who expresses interest in being in the business, like has no time yeah. for it. And then on top of it all, we're having to pretend that like burlesque dancing is considered some sort of prestigious, like passionate, like form of art. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there are people there. There is that like small set of people that like they enjoy it and it's a thing for them. But like, for sure to be like, not my club, not my club. I ain't selling it. This has been my passion project for decades. I have and decades and decades. For burlesque and decades. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, you ever yes, wore sir. eyeliner? Sonny got out when the forgetting was good. <laughs> I have not. I, uh, I have to. Okay, so when I was. Uh, citing the box office figures, uh, I believe it only made thirty million in the states, and then brought in fifty uh, in other countries. So, you know, for all those comments we get about being dumb Americans, we do get very few things right. We <laughs> we, we may not have Goodwill Hunting up in the White House right now, but we did we did make the right choice with burlesque. <laughs> and I, uh, the only thing I have to offer, worst thing we've done for Super Cinema. This one? Is there anything you can come up with that's worse than burlesque? I know we had those Nicholas Sparks movies, but I still nope. don't think oh. it's as bad as no, no, no. I would watch. I would watch any of those Nicholas Sparks movies <laughs> ten times before <laughs> I would watch this one one more time. What about oh. the longest ride where shares the bull rider, Josh? 
Oh. Oh. Shares the bowl. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Jared. <laughs> Maybe it breaks a leg and they come out there and put shoot it. it. <laughs> put it down. No, I'm pretty sure she fucking kills little Scotty Eastwood. I think he dies in that last eight seconds. <laughs> Uh, yep. <coughs> I uh, think that's uh, good enough. I don't, you know, I was pretty muted in my response to Tangled, but uh, it was it was going to have to make a lot of mistakes <laughs> for, me, for this you have one. A very easy week, Tangled. You're playing, <laughs> You're playing yeah. the Browns this week, Tangled. <laughs> I feel oh, like there's a joke man. there. <laughs> Maybe we should just leave it. Josh, you got anything else? I'm playing Shares Believe right now. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I should say or yell something to try to drown that out. But, uh, yeah. Um, Shares overrated. <laughs> Somehow the, the least offensive of all the things you said about her. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's like, she was in the Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. It's like, man, she's probably like playing like a quote-unquote 40-year-old or something. It's like, God. <laughs> <laughs> I do, uh, I can't remember, I saw that trailer a lot this summer at the movies. And a few times when they had that big reveal, <laughs> there were actual audible groans. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that Nicolas Cage movie Moonstruck oh yeah Nicolas Cage is playing a one-armed man and he screams about it for about 90 minutes that's a good time Josh that shares, <laughs> I'm not saying she makes a movie because obviously Nicolas Cage has got the show your role <laughs> but you know what we are going to watch that for this podcast you need to a week where we can watch Drive Angry uh, oh. do you believe in Angry. I have not. I have like a two-hour recording when Jared and I lived together, where I set a microphone. Yeah, and we just watched Drive Angry. I think Corey walks in halfway through it, and then basically starts talking bad about it. And Jared threatens to fist fight him right there if he says another <laughs> ill word about Drive Angry. Uh, that came out in February, Jared. Schedule. Schedule. I won't ruin some of the. I mean, it's unbelievable. 
thing is that Nicolas Cage doesn't <laughs> which is pretty impressive considering his uh, filmography that uh, I did a podcast once on Vampire's Kiss and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the girl that was on there was telling me like that she honestly believed that he was like doing it like he was like he had no like he was doing something that was like really bad I'm like, or did he know he was doing something really awesome? And she's like, no, there's no way. Nobody would think this is awesome. I was like, I think it's pretty awesome. Like, I'm, I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs>